everybody. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, or wherever the hell you are from. Welcome to yet another episode of the Witching Hour podcast. I'm your host, as always, John Royceland. With me to get tonight, new friend, special guest, the lovely Miss Camara Cole. Hey, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the show. I appreciate you taking the time for us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. So you presently are in Vegas as we're yes. talking, is that right? That's correct. Okay. It's not hot, so it's the best time of year. <laughs> One of my oldest, dearest friends is actually somewhere out there. Her and her husband Ooh. live out there. I keep begging to come back out there, but uh, yes. I, don't, I don't do too well around casinos, so it's probably for the best that I stay out of there. I, I get sucked into all the glitter and the gulch and the lights. Yeah. And, and it's just it's it, hard it's, it's hard because they all look like they all have something like cool about them so you start walking and then you realize you've been walking for like hours right and it's all like if you've been here like you know like it's all decorated like the ceilings are like blue skies and like chirping birds and you're like wow i've had a really holy shit it's like eight hours since I've been in here and you have like no clue. You've just been like sucked in. You can't find a clock anywhere in Vegas. They're constantly no. pumping oxygen. They're, the sound of the birds. And I mean, they actually paid people, psychologists to figure out how, what's the best way to keep people awake. Yeah. Yeah. And Vegas was created. So it's, I'm yeah, crazy. it's wild. What a like crazy place. Like it's very cool. And there's like, so much to do that has nothing to do with the strip like since I've been here um I think I've been to the strip maybe two or three times like to see a show or something good girl um, good for you <laughs> but like you know you just kind of steer clear and you find the other cool stuff going on but it is it's true once you're in you're kind of just like stuck and they make it so hard to get out as well like it's like an Ikea like you go in and you're like it's the exit like, how do I get out of here? They're like, oh, you're going to go down the corner. Then you're going to go about three miles, make a left. There's a, there's like a fountain with Zeus. You're going to go around it three times and you're like. Right. And then you're going to uh, end up in a giant circle. Right and then you, end, you, you don't end up outside. You end up in another casino. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, 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 I'll tell you what, it's, it's, a, they say it's an adult playground out there and it yeah. is, uh, it's an amazing place. It really is. But anyhow, enough about selling Vegas. So, yeah. <laughs> good friend of mine, Mr. PJ Starks, got a hold of me and said, hey, I am now one of the executive producers of an upcoming film. Can you help me out? I said, why not? Anything for PJ. I love the man. Mm -hmm. He's got some great work. The man's nonstop working. And he really suggested that I talked with this lovely lady sitting in front of me tonight about an upcoming film called The Boy From Below. Now, the story that is given online, it says it's about what a, horror, a a female horror nerd, yeah, who has to survive the night with a high IQ, a high horror IQ, I believe is even what it specifies to survive the night from a killer on Halloween night. Yeah, what's really cool is that's kind of like the base for everything. Um, but it's set in the 90s, so like mid-90s, um, and it kind of centers around this um, video store that one of the uh, main characters, Quinn, uh, played by Spooky Madison, who is amazing, mm -hmm. um, who works uh, there with her with her family and um, 
and her group of friends are trying to reconnect her with um, someone from her past. And like, that's kind of where everything just kind of starts to go awry from there. And um, the script's really damn cool. There's some really great, um, like, kills in it nice. <laughs> which is which is always, always a, fun always um, yeah and um it's got that really fun nostalgic feel of um of 90s horror yeah. uh which some people are huge fans of yes. um um i was really drawn to that um because i love the 90s and um and i think there's just going to be some really really like sweet uh, callbacks to some things that people are familiar with. Very nice. And this is also supposed to be, I believe it says it takes place Halloween night, which is also, mm -hmm. I feel is a very big plus for a lot of people. I think that, you know, along with it happening as a Halloween movie, you know, and you're talking about the nostalgia of dating back to the nineties, you know, some films, they really go overboard. I don't want to say overboard. Yeah. They do it right with just the right amount of, if it's a street scene of seeing you know, the house is decorated and, you know, yeah. they really put the, put the time and the effort to really make the scenes come to life. And it really brings the, the viewer that much farther into the film. Yeah. Now, I know that the film, that, that you know, it, it hasn't officially started mm -hmm. production yet. Um, so how far, how early are we? Um, I believe March is when everything really kicks off. Um, more towards the end of March, um, everything's kind of in in those kind of final production stages, um, the director Tori has really, really been, um, it's like his baby and he wants everything to be just, just right. And not even for himself so much. I mean, obviously as a director, like he wants it to be great, um, because he loves it, but, um, he really wants to make it something that um the audience really enjoys and he feels like he needs to do right by all of these like horror fans so um as an actor coming in that's very cool to like hear his excitement for the project but also like how invested he is in um all the different levels of it from um from casting to um making the feel of this night be exactly like what he wants it to be in that vision so um i know everyone on board is very like excited to help him bring that to life right great now uh for those listening um it's being um being directed by tori jones mm -hmm. uh, do you uh, obviously you know where but where is the film being filmed at what locations so so um, specifically, I'm not sure of the um, specifics, but it's going to be in, in and around the Kentucky area. Okay. Okay. And you Which is exciting because I've never been to Kentucky. So I'm like, let's do this. We'll see if you come back with an accent because we're going to have to talk <laughs> once the movie's finished, obviously. Um, <laughs> so whereabouts are you from? Tell us a little bit about-, about Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm originally from San Diego, California, okay. born and raised. So um, the regular California scene, like grew up skateboarding, surfing, okay. um, watching all the horror movies, reading all the scary books, um, 
nerding it up in high school. So uh, that's where I started. And then I went to school um, in upstate New York, about as far away from California as you can get. Um, I had never been to New York and I'd never seen the school until the first day I got there. I just kind of like took a chance and was like, let's do this. I'm going to like, I love that. Check, love check that. out New York and, sure. um, and loved it. And I had such a good time. It is beautiful um, up there. Absolutely. Yeah. Gorgeous. It was so, so fun. And, um, everyone loved like making fun of me because there was all this new stuff. Like I saw, I remember looking Snow. outside. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is that? Um, <laughs> But I saw this thing running across the yard and I was like, there is a super fat squirrel outside. And they're like, Kamara, that's a woodchuck. And I'm like, I don't know what a woodchuck is. <laughs> it's a woodchuck. Oh my God, that's awesome. But I'd I never seen that. a woodchuck before. Like the only mention I've heard of him is in rhymes. And I'm like, it's sure. a real thing. This is right. great. Look right. how cute he is. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I was uh, I was very, very young and lived uh, just outside of and actually part of uh, in Woodstock, New York. Oh, okay. And I'll tell yeah, you what, yeah. man, seeing the seasons change up there in the fall and the winter is just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. it's so pretty. Like you just watch the um, colors change in the valley and it's like fire. It just kind of catches. and Right. And then it's weird how you acclimate to the weather. Like obviously like California, it's like 70 year round. Like mm -hmm. it, maybe it jumps a little in the summer, but not by much. Um, and it would get like into the negatives in um, upstate New York. And after my second year, it would go from negative something to 20 and we'd all be like, oh, it's warm outside and put my <laughs> flip flops on. And you'd just be walking around like normal. So. Right. Right. I had a blast. So being an actress, are you a actual horror fan? Mm, I am. I am. And I've actually been a horror fan since uh, since before I could read. Um, and then once I got into books, um, I started reading like um, like I started with Goosebumps and from the Goosebumps and went to R.L. Stein's Fear Street and then Christopher Pike and it's like the gateway drug into John Saul and Dean Koontz and uh, Stephen King and just all of that and um, my sister was actually a huge horror fan so she would have her friends over on like Friday nights and they would go rent movies and I would always have to go to sleep so I'd always be up like on the banister <laughs> like looking through like oh what are they watching like because I was never allowed um and uh I kind of had this voyeuristic like introduction to horror and like just loved it and then I just anything that I could get my hands on um horror related I've just always always loved so at that time when you're back there watching <laughs> spying on your sister mm -hmm. what see what movie if you can even if if at the time yeah. you might not even have known what was the one that was like oh my god and you never oh. forgot man what was it um I feel like I remember them watching the fly at mm -hmm. some point um and it was probably at some point during the time when Jeff Goldblum was like kind of like transforming and I remember just being like <laughs> oh. a 
felt like a bad car crash, but you yeah, can't stop yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And like my mom's like, you're going to get nightmares. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then like at 6 a.m. and I've been up blinking all night. Um, right. She's like, time to go to school. <laughs> waking up in mom's bed, sure. Right, yeah, yeah right. Actually, there were a few times where they like I had watched something I wasn't supposed to and I snuck into my parents room and I would sleep on the floor right by their bed. And so when like my mom would get up in the morning, she would like (laughs) step on me and she's like, ah, and I'm like, sorry, I'll go back to my room now. (laughs) Uh, So what brought you into acting? What was Um, it or was there a certain moment or just something that kind of just happened? Um. I think initially um, I grew up with ADD and like my parents didn't want to give me medicine. Um, I remember a doctor telling us early on, they're like, just give her stuff to keep her busy, like Mm -hmm. get her busy, keep her busy. And I remember um, my parents signing me up for um, theater and I loved that. And it, it kind of checked all those boxes of things that like um, where were really helpful for me. Like it kept me busy. It kept my mind very focused on something um, like reading and learning lines and, um, and learning the ins and outs of a scene and everything from the set and what it took to put the lights together and the grid and all of that. And so um, from then on, I got really, really um, interested in, um, being on stage. And I did that from um, elementary school and went to a performing arts academy um, all the way through high school and then went to um, college for theater. And so like, that's kind of where it was. I think they always knew I liked kind of just being silly and like every kid does like, watch me, I want to put on a show. And, um, and so it just happened to check another box as far as like helping me focus and, um, and giving my, like all that energy and outlet to go into. Sure. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm just listening to you and I'm just picturing all of it. I'm actually, I'm so jealous of you (laughs) having done that, you know, and lived that dream. Uh, I, I was in a small indie film mm-hmm. three years ago, my first in front of, never acted, never did anything my entire awesome. life. Awesome, congrats. Yeah, thank you, and fell in love with it. Fell in love with it. Came but that's home, the cool part. More. You can start at any time. Yeah, yeah. Just so much occupying, you know, the, the day-to-day of life. Yeah. Um, but I'm just enthralled. But you did it, and that's further I, I than a lot of people get, so good I, for you. Well. I appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, the boy, the boy, sorry, the boy from below. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, production starts hopefully mid end of March. You're saying. Yeah. Um, God, it, it's. I wish it was more that you could tell me about. I wish the production had started. Oh, I'm, I I'm know. Really, I'm really intrigued by this and anything. Um, and I'm not trying to, um, you know, make, make PJ's head swell anymore. But I love <laughs> everything that he that he touches. I truly yeah. everything that he's he's written, directed, anything like that. Um, I know is always golden. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of heart in this. Um, and as I said, because there's so much um, pre-production going on, um, it's something that I can say for myself, and I'm sure if you ask Spooky or any of the other um, folks involved, there's an excitement that they have too because of 
of the detail that's going into pre-production and um and I'm excited to get on set and really see all of that like come to life like as a video kid as someone who spent a lot of time like renting and just searching the shelves for that best like cover and what am I gonna like (laughs) what 30 things am I gonna rent and spend the weekend um diving into like it's it's a very cool um blast back into um a very like special part of a lot of people's lives like a lot of their friday nights Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. sure no that sounds great i can definitely appreciate that uh so have has have you how can i say it uh you've actually you've gotten the part obviously yeah Um, yeah so did you have you flown out have you physically met with anybody from the from the cast no not yet i mean i've done I've done one or two things now with Spooky, um, which is great. Um, she's such a fun uh, scene partner to be with. Um, as I go cross country, I'm going to try and pop down there and um, chat. Tori and I ch- chat um, quite a bit like about the character and everything. Um, Becca is who I play. And um, and she is a really fun part of the group. Um, as we all know, we've got a lot of our group of friends that all kind of fall into a category. And uh, she's kind of this, like, not nurturing so much, because I don't think that's quite the word, but um, there's this need to make things right. Like, she she wants to, if there's something that can be fixed, like, she wants to fix it. And that's kind of where she is um, trying to help her friend um, mend this relationship um, that has kind of fallen out. Um, And uh, she's just very strong willed and like very ride or die. And, um, and there's some really cool scenes with her. Um, And I always love any character that's able to, um, like hold their own. And she, she definitely does that, um, um, on screen and then with a lot of physicality. So, um, like I said, without saying too much more, it's, I think a lot of people will be very excited to see, um, all the trouble that these characters get into. <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely sounds interesting. It definitely has me intrigued just from the, mm. you know, from what I have heard about it. And congratulations, uh, obviously, on getting the role. Um, Thank you. So, as I mean, and, and you're no, you're no stranger, obviously, to acting in horror movies. Um, let me see. We've got uh, what Late Checkout, uh, Demonic mm-hmm. Toys. Yeah, uh, to name a few. Uh, Will Hollow. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now you're presently working on something, correct? Or you just finished something up out there? Um, we're going into production on um a, an anthology series. So okay. we've already shot uh three of them. So we've just got to finish up, but we can't do that until after I get cross country. <laughs> so if you could see my living room, it's just like piles and piles of boxes and i have a cat in a box next to me that is asleep hence the 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 black or the fuzzed out background i know i'm like (laughs) if you'd like to see it you're more than welcome lots of uh lots of uh boxes and junk we'll we'll wait for the the recap for mtv chris one day when when they come for you i know oh Oh. my god sorry about that uh so 
there's a question I want to ask. Um, certain, there's different levels of horror films out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got you know, your tongue in cheek, kind of quirky. You've mm-hmm. got your nostalgic. You've got your slashers, which sometimes are very serious. You've got your mm-hmm. thrillers. You've got your extreme hardcore films, your yeah. underground films, and so forth. As an actor, let's just keep it in the horror realm, even. Is yeah, there any, yeah. Is there anything that you do not ever want to have to do, or will you draw the line at as far as an actor? Someone approaches you with a script, here's a decent pay scale, whatever, however that works for you. Um, but let's just say you read it and you're like, there's no way in hell I'm ever going to do this. Huh. I don't know if there's anything that I would necessarily say no to. I think um, more so it has to make sense. Um, Like, like a lot of people have issues like with doing nude scenes, uh, which I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've never done one um, and it's, and it wouldn't necessarily be opposed, but it would have to make like sense for me to do it just for gratuitous yeah yeah now like look i have a very nice set of boobs very nice set but i just don't want them you know just made the whole the whole show just got made right there there they are there they are they're just they're like we nice we got a good set here but i'm not just gonna like be a grabbing coffee and be like yeah joe just because Right. Do you want another cup? Right. <laughs> um, so, anyway, but I love, I also love a silly horror that does have like just like a penis and everything. Yeah. Sure. Just right. like get it, girl, do it. Um, but I think more so, I, I hate, um, tropes like i hate um as someone who's a person of color like i hate when you have a character that's written and you can tell it was written by someone who has just i don't know how to quite describe it like it's their idea of what this person sounds like like if you get um like a good explanation for that is like I've gone into a lot of auditions more so than I would like to admit to though who have asked me like can you be a little bit more urban can you um I even had someone blatantly say can you black this up a bit (laughs) which was exciting I was like oh I didn't know if I think I heard you right So you've got people that are right to stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. But, and but they'll never and, say those kind of things themselves. Yeah. Like and it's Karen's. Then and, and there's no reason for them to really to right. be this type of character, like over the top. And I'm sure there's other people who who face that same challenge. They're like, well, why can't I just be a regular? Like if like if I'm a nerd, that's cool. Let me just be a fucking cool nerd that does shit. Like I don't need to be sure like over the top. So I think that's where I get a little irritated. And it still happens now where I will like I'll get a line and I'll be like, can we change that? Do you mind right. if we change that? Cause it it sounds it doesn't hit the hit the ear or roll off the tongue quite right. So I think that's more so what I look for is like don't write me as a color just write me as a cool character right like that's it 
just write a cool character and whether it's brown town here or you know something else you know just write for a cool character and then whoever fits into that character um um then that's great uh but no I don't think there's anything that I wouldn't try I just I just want a co very cool story attached to it and want to have fun like life is short right. I just want to have like fun and and work with cool people who also um want to put some fun things out into the world Okay, I can respect that. I'm sorry you've had to go through some of those awkward situations. The reason yeah. I ask is um, there is a re-release of a trilogy of, mm. uh, of extreme horror films that are out. Um, I'm not going to mention the titles to them. Um, yeah. I, I respect the, the writer-director of all of them and the, the other works that he's done. Mm -hmm. um, they are very hard to watch. Mm. very hard to watch okay um, extreme okay. to the point of where you almost question is this real yeah i get okay. what you're saying yeah yeah um, yeah yeah. and because they were been re-released from a couple of years ago they are out in front of new viewers who may or may not have heard of them in the past mm -hmm. and I'm watching them for the first time and i'm reading some of their comments online like uh you know if i was a as a woman or a female actress i could never allow that to happen to myself in a film yeah and it just it, it kind of makes me wonder well it's it's acting okay yeah well, yeah it, it's certain morales that other people have and they're saying well you know it's um i don't know it's to each their own yeah no yeah i get what you're saying it, yeah kind of why i ask you and it i wouldn't have yeah. cared either way well yeah. i mean i think it's it really just depends on what, again, like what is, what is it you want as an actor? Like for me, I like, um, and it doesn't always happen, but I like characters that are, are different and mm -hmm. interesting. And, um, like, it's fun to play the bad guy. Like the bad guy's always really interesting and fun, um, or should be like, it should right. be fun. Agreed. Um, and, uh, and I've seen some of those movies. Like, I can't even remember, um, uh what was it that I just watched and this and this one's not even that bad but um I think it was the is it last house on the left with the the remake where they're out at the cabin and mm -hmm. yeah and like they have that very like graphic rape scene in it right. and I'm just like and I remember my friend being like I can't watch this like this is uncomfortable and she's like oh that must be so hard for for that okay. actor and i was so, like you know what we'll, we'll even go with that one if you want because that was a yeah that was a hollywood film hollywood production mm -hmm. yeah that was, that was in the theater a remake not, yeah not underground could you have portrayed that same actress during that scene yes and because it was the jumping off point for so much of the other um action in the story like that was the point at which um, her parents, who were very mild married, mild mannered, just mm -hmm. regular people, you got to see that question, like, what would you do for someone who was wronged? And they were like, oh, anything. We right. we have PT on Monday, but today is Sunday and we are going to kill him. Right. And right. and that and so there was a reason for that. And it and it really brought the whole story to life because I was like, wow these parents, like her parents were amazing. Like so, they, they were so dedicated in their 
um, their revenge. And, um, and so, yeah, so I would have done that. Um, and story-wise, it totally, totally made sense for what was going on and, and got us to that full circle, like ending moment where he's like, got the guy at the end. Um, so yeah, so I think definitely now there's some stuff that is like a little, like, where you just kind of feel Ugh, um about terms. it right. yeah yeah right. and i know the kind of stuff that you're talking about and so like i don't know um uh it's never come up um so i don't know how i would answer that right now i think i'm more interested um in in other types of horror because there's that's the great thing about the genre is like for the most part, like romance is pretty straightforward and I love it and it's fun sure. and comedy is pretty straightforward. You can get that dramatic comedy and whatnot, but like horror is so fun because it still gives us all these different facets right. of what it can be. Like it, it, it can just go in so many different directions. Like we've got these beautiful period, um, pieces like um like I was just watching Crimson Peak the other day which is always so much fun and I love Guillermo like that's a dream like I would love to like work with him and hug him and just call him Papa Guillermo (laughs) like that's what happens in my head I just give him a hug I'm like how are you Papa Guillermo sure and and we have a good time but yeah there's just so many cool things there's romantic horror and just it's it's and cool. that's, the, that's the beautiful thing about horror is that you can mm-hmm. have a romantic horror, you can have a comedy horror, mm-hmm. you can have this horror, you can have that horror, but you can't have a romantic movie with a slasher in it. You yes. can't have a comedy yes. movie yes. with it. It's completely reversed. It just doesn't yeah. work. It becomes a stupid movie. To and you viewer, get so many different people too. Like with horror, like you can have leads who, um, who are in their 60s and 70s who are kicking ass and doing amazing things where like, you know, most romantic comedies and or romances, like they've got a kind of formulaic like age age range, but horror, you still get these amazing characters of all ages. And I mean, like from young ages all the way into like their amazing wiser years and, and, um, and lots of different types of people. Right. Like, I think even as a young kid, like I noticed, like that's why I've always been a fan of horror and like, I'm a big sci-fi fan. Um, and and it's cause it's, these are the, the arenas where anything is possible. So anyone can be seen. Mm-hmm. And, and I always thought that was very cool. Okay, well, I definitely appreciate that. I do. Um, Anybody that does listen to the show, if you do figure out the films that I'm talking about, <laughs> please do not be hating on me. Okay? <laughs> Again, no hate, re- no to, hate. To, right. To reiterate, these are from comments I'm reading online. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I'm bringing it to the surface with a professional that I'm talking to. Yeah. To see their input on that and their, you know, their point of view about it. So I appreciate that. Um, I have seen one of the three films that I am referring to, mm-hmm. and it was very, very hard to finish. It was hard to stomach, um, mm-hmm. but yet at the same time, we could go along to another line of film. Um, I know we're we're winding down. We've only got a couple minutes left here. <laughs> um, a Serbian film 
extremely high production, whether you've seen it or not. Um, extremely graphic. Oh, um, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Extremely uh, X-rated, if not mm -hmm. higher than. It was another one of those films. Everybody, it was a completely love, hate. And I think it was beautifully shot. And I actually mm -hmm. enjoyed the film. Um, but it's just one of those. But it's not for everybody. It's to each their own. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think it's great that horror has such a wide spectrum of genres. Mm -hmm. in it. Yeah, it's a buffet. There's everybody picks everyone. up what they want. It, yeah, it, exactly. Grab what you want. Exactly. Camara <laughs> uh, Cole, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, <laughs> I want to wish you all the best on all oh, of your future thanks, ventures hon. and definitely a safe trip. Um, thank you uh, this will um i appreciate you discussing um you know um <laughs> your opinion on on certain roles this and, is the only and, box and... you can see is a cat and <laughs> <laughs> she's not helping but she has taken up space and as, a box <laughs> as they all do i trust me i've got i think four or six of them running around my house i know <laughs> I know. Uh, boys and girls, uh, the boy from below, be looking out for that yes. uh, production to start mid-March, right after the snow clears. Uh, enjoy yourself down in Kentucky. Give uh, give PJ a big old hug and a smooch for me. Done. And anytime you want to come back and talk, you mm. got something else going on or update us, even on this on, yeah. on the road trip, I don't care. Yeah, I'd love to. Please feel free. Oh, right. thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much. Anything you want to throw out there, plug before we say goodbye? No, just keep watching horror and keep being good to each other. Horror is a great community, so treat each other well. There you go. Boys and girls, this is John with The Witching Hour. Kamara uh, Colby, looking for her on every level of horror that's out there right now. And uh, we will see you guys soon. And as always, remember to keep it evil. Bye.